At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to the Morning DNA. I'm Aaron Dyser, the man of a single black shirt. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. And we're here to find out what today, August 29th, 2022, <laughs> is made of. Final Monday oh in August. Gosh. It's Hello. going to be Hello. September this week. Hello? September. This fall. week? This week. I don't know if it's going to be fall. When is fall? What is fall? It's great. It's a great question. <sighs> I'm Let's so ready for, for a second. S- freaking summer to be over with the hottest summer ever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah still in the 90s this week you know september's gonna stop september's gonna kick it off in the in the 90s i'm the kind of person who decided to rearrange my microphone and my video and my desk as it went on the timer <laughs> as we're going live as we're going live <laughs> like you know change that i just walk behind my desk and start messing with things sorry everybody to to anyone who is aware in the slightest of the amazement that is danae hughes this is not a surprise this is it is amazing i don't know let's just hold on a second i gotta Uh uh-huh no you're good no this is great for the podcast audience danae has now completely uh Listen, listen, when the things the do things the around. things and they, they do the things, you gotta you gotta stop so that you we can do the thing. We now have a very clear view of the uh, right uh, part nostril. of her headphones. <laughs> <laughs> My right nostril is front and center. How are you, Dicer? I'm good. I'm good. Um, it's interesting. We have, th- this is apropos of nothing, but welcome to the show. Um, like, I'm, I'm still drinking my morning cachava because it's morning we, because well no usually i have i have down this before before the show but oh, because we have in our ice maker which is leaking and broken we have instead substituted sonic ice well if you know anything about sonic's ice there's these little ice pebbles right it's almost like like dog kibble but in ice form how dare you <laughs> no yeah you're totally right it's it's absolutely like dog uh, so it's these little ice pellets. So when I put ice in my for my cachava, usually I put like four or five ice cubes, and then I fill the rest with water, and the temperature is you know pretty good. But when it's these little pellets, it completely fills the cup. So I don't know how much to put in there. So I end up putting too much, and I can't drink it because it's so cold. It's like fr- like it's so cold that it's hard to drink quickly. All right, well, let me just so. go ahead and, and just say out loud what some of us are thinking that drink mm-hmm. cold liquids, which is that we prepare ourselves for that. <laughs> You're like a lukewarm guy. So room temperature, baby. Room temperature, babe. And so, yeah, you're you're not prepared. You're not prepared for what needs to happen. The trauma that is cold beverages. Oh, it's the worst. But Kachava. <laughs> Podcast listener, he just toasted to the audience with his mm-hmm. Kachava drink. 
with my Kachava. I got an ad. We're not surprised. Ads are everywhere. But I got an ad for Kachava. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And I, and that's how one way you know that they're listening all the time. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it I was. Think you it, probably said it out loud enough mm-hmm. times in my presence that my phone's like, let's go yeah. ahead and advertise this. My son, Justin, uh, came up the stairs the other day and was like, the only ads I get now are for Kachava. Would you please stop saying that word? Kachava, 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 Kachava. It's kind of fun to mess with it, though. Like, we should. Just, I think, let's see, what ad should we decide we're going to try to go for this? Like, let's experiment mm. with the algorithm. What should mm-hmm. we say in excess this week to see if we get an ad? I don't know. What do you want see, ads for? Well, do you first, want any ads? I don't care. The first thing that popped into my mind was uh was like um a sports car of some kind. But, like a Bugatti. But it's already going against me because I was looking at the new Dodge Charger that's coming out. Ooh. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Okay, okay. I know nothing about You're cars. You're such a butt. I totally <laughs> believed you. How did I believe you? I should I pulled, know better listen, than that. I pulled Bugatti out of the air. Like I, I knew a fancy car name. You did. Well, the interesting thing about the Dodge Charger is before we actually decide what we're going to do, because I can't because I've already clicked on this stuff. So I'm already in the algorithm. We have to pick mm-hmm. up some. We have to pick yeah. something that's totally unexpected. Just, just be thinking. Just be thinking. Mm-hmm. OK. Yes. So it's an electric car, which means it doesn't make any noise. So they have added speakers that make it make noise. And it's so interesting to me. That- I literally wrote a joke about this. Did not know this was a thing literally wrote a joke about something where it was like oh it was when when uh, cell phones make the camera clicking noise when you oh, take a yes. picture and there's no need for there's it there's no, no need shutter. for that noise it's a psychological thing that makes yes. people feel better i was like this would be like having an electric car and have it make engine noises okay, and i thought that they, was a joke no i that, thought that was a joke no it's not and it's like this thing like you it have external speak they have speakers it's something about the way that they've done the speakers too it's like with air they've done it with air somehow i don't know i'd have to go back and look but it was like a specialized way where they recognize that it's a little goofy but they're also like it's like whoom, 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 you know like the perfect sound of the, <laughs> the charger <laughs> it's amazing it. all right so what are you thinking that we're going to test we've got we some, some we've suggestion. got some suggestions yeah yeah litter boxes um, okay. Yeah, we, we don't have cats. Incontinence kind of goes with also. litter boxes. If you have a lot of litter boxes around, then you know maybe your incontinence isn't as big of an issue. Kazoo's just because I want to hear you try to fit that word into a conversation. Uh, Wade Boggs Carpet World. Mm-hmm. You know I, how I. You know how I would celebrate uh, going to Wade Boggs Carpet World uh, with, with a kazoo. kazoo. With a kazoo. Yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> like you can't make a kazoo sound unless you have a kazoo. Yeah. <clears throat> Hold on. Let's try. I just, I really want a kazoo so yeah, bad. I do too. I was thinking, I, I was thinking maybe a kazoo would be kind of cool one day. But should I buy imagine? it? I'm not sure. Are they I, ever on sale? Kazoos? Is there like a kazoo world? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I've do, gone to a uh, couple zoos, kazoos, but can I've you never... buy them in bulk? <laughs> All right, we'll Let's see what happens. All right, <laughs> stay tuned. We will be testing this theory. So today we have to kind of like clip it a pace. So. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, We have to stay on target today because I have to leave in 40 minutes. Hold on. I got to do something. To make it to an appointment on time. Uh, So if you have questions (laughs) that you want us to answer, pop them into the chat. I already saw one about Iris. We'll get back to that uh, towards the end of the show during the you question portion. 
And we're going to just fly, I think, today. Yeah, we've but got kind of an old school hour and we're out. Um, hour and we're out. Hour so, and we're out. Yeah, so we will uh, we'll go through it. So if you're ready to shoe a dough, shoe it. I'm ready. <coughs> I apparently am not. Hold on. <coughs> I mean, Sl- it's interesting because you're slurping. the one who's like, let me just slurp up all this kachava yeah. drink. <laughs> apparently. A little... <laughs> A little dusting of cachava has uh, has a- mm-hmm. attached itself to my uvula. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and it's just uh, hanging in there. Listen, if you don't want cachava on your uvula, listen. There's if there's one, one thing, if there's one thing we all know, you don't want it to be. <clears> you don't want a dusting of cachava on your uvula. All right. Uh, so yeah, let's do the D N A N U. Um, we will have a D topic and A topic and as many U topics as we can get to. Now, if you have a question you want us to answer, a topic you want us to talk about a problem you want us to solve, a moral conundrum you would like our opinions on, go ahead and put that in the chat at any point. But if you put a U, a capital U at the beginning of it, it will draw our attention so we can highlight it for later. Um, But Danae kicks us off with the D topic. Danae, what's your topic today? Uh, My topic today is what childlike (laughs) activity do you do in your adult life? Hmm. Um, I do this a lot, obviously, because I have- Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, your topic, Aaron. We're gonna be really clipping through the show today. I'm just gonna skip right. Are you really? Are you wetting your pants? No, no, no. I'm not. Are you? Are you no, incontinent? No, but it was my mentioned, friend is so that's incontinent. Why. What do I do? <laughs> Use a kazoo. Look at my new case, by the way. It's nice. Isn't that cool. It's very nice to the podcast audience. It is a mountain scene. Uh, that matches the colors of her phone. It's it very do a very, nerd. It's, it's very pretty. <laughs> Uh, this, this came up because I, um, wanted just some alone time and I wanted it to be alone time outside of the bathroom because it turns out that's not just like a mom parenting cliche. It really is where you don't get time to yourself. And so closing and locking the door and little fingers coming under, "Ah, I mean, it's crazy pants. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I was just like, I'm going to close my door. I'm going to have some alone time. I don't want it to be while I'm going to the bathroom. So I locked myself into my office, which can be great. I have so many things in here to do, but most of them are like adult stuff, like bills and, you know, looking at the paperwork and assembling like the to-do list of stuff to do that week. And it feels very like, when I come into my office, it's kind of like walking onto, I've talked to friends about this before. It's, It's like walking onto the bridge of a ship. It's like, and now I'm in my command station. And so it feels very commanding, right? Right. But I forgot that I brought in this cool thing that I found, which is a it's a coloring book, but they're actually all stickers. And so I colored this. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and there's all these like blank page like there's it's it's just pages mm-hmm. of stickers That's and you llama. get to draw them. So I um, recently splurged and I got myself like a thousand tiny, like microscopic 0.04 pens and all of these different colors. So I just sat here and just started like coloring. And I thought, my God, this is so nice. It just cleared my mind. I didn't color the whole book. I didn't color the whole page of stickers. I just picked one big one in the middle. And this is my daughter's. So... There is a chance she's going to get to this page and say one of two things. Wow, mom, great job. (laughs) Or, but that was mine. And then we're going to have to have like a conversation about Mm -hmm. how I didn't ask for permission. 
you 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 could just do the parent thing and just be like honey i don't know if you knew this but at the factory to test it out they color one page that's such a lie i don't want to lie to her (laughs) imagine imagine a parent lying to a child can you imagine it's never happened in the history of parenting it's so cool it's just this neat thing so anyways it just got me thinking a little bit about like the things that we do that are definitely have the uh, kid vibe to them. Yeah, they've got like a childhood connotation to them. Yeah, like you don't like necessarily it. have to do this, but you're gonna. Mm-hmm. Um, I think arguing with people doesn't count just to make sure. Like, that is something children do, but we do it as adults all the time too. So what about picking your nose? I definitely that, still pick my nose sometimes. Do you eat it? That is a personal question I will not answer here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, no! I love just leaving it out there. I just love leaving that possibility out there for everyone. Oh my it's gosh, so this fun. is like lingering in our minds. Mm-hmm. What do yes. we do about a friend who can't stop picking their nose? I think you stick a, nizu- a kazoo in there. A nizu? a kazoo inside? <laughs> a nizu? A n- that's actually the new product. <laughs> yes, the nizu. The, the nizu, yeah. Okay, yeah. while you guys answer this question, uh, those of you who are watching live and those of you listening later, they're just thinking about your answer. There is a product that sucks boogers out of noses. Oh, yeah. I was. Are you so... talking about more than just the bulb? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a long, it's like a little thing you insert into the nose and then there's like a long tube, the suction at the end and you, and you, and it helps to get the boogers Wait, out of the kid's nose. You use nose. your mouth? You use your freaking mouth. Amazing. I, Amazing. That's I a was shortcut. So, I got Kill it. Kill two birds with one stone. No, it's not meant to be. There's there's a little stopper, I guess, in case it's liquid. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I tried. I tried uh, one time. I, do, I was like, I'm gonna do this. It's for my. It's for my baby who can't blow her own nose right now, and it's for her. And I'm gonna do it. And I like, I got in her nose, and I got the straw to my mouth, and I was like, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I do think it is hilarious. I really do think it is hilarious how much it grosses people out to think of eating boogers when you all do it every day. Be- and I don't mean like taking them out of your nose and putting them into your mouth. I mean, just it's all connected. So you're swallowing mucus like all day long. There's a difference. So, There's a difference. Uh huh. The transportation hit, vessel is different. Once it hits. Yeah. Once it leaves the body, it <laughs> technically becomes something else. <laughs> Yeah, my conversations with Iris are we don't eat things that come from our body. I feel mm-hmm. like that's pretty good. That's a pretty good, just like clear boundary. If it comes Absolutely. out of your body, I hundred percent agree. You don't in case eat it. it isn't clear. <laughs> uh, oh shoot! Sorry, everybody, we're grossing you out today. Apologies, yeah, apologies. Aaron, what do you do? You have anything like that you think that you do in your life that's kind of childlike? Yeah, that you like when I really like to enjoy. gross people out. <laughs> like, <that's>, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is. No, I was trying to think of like a more like uh, tactile version of this, but video games came to mind. But, you know, that's kind of video games aren't in in many ways. Video games are less and less of a child connotation anymore. Like if you think of video games, you almost think of adolescence more than you think of childhood, which is really interesting to me. Um, So that's, you know, not necessarily a a great answer. But but yeah, um, it would be stuff like that. But I was I was a boring child though. Like I yeah. I would I would sit around and read all day mm. as like a you know six year old seven year old. Like I wasn't like I was never an outdoors person. Um, I always got in trouble when I was outdoors because I was always curious about things. And so like 
one day I would cl- I climbed a tree and took every single leaf off of the tree in the middle of summer. <laughs> I'm sorry. How big was this tree? That sounds like a little bit of an exaggeration. Okay, every leaf that I could get to. So when, okay, you, lo- so when you looked at this tree, you know, there was a section from like the middle of the tree down <laughs> that had no leaves and then just leaves the rest of the way up. And I was just curious, like, could I do this thing? Like, you know, um, I took a hammer to our jungle gym to see how uh, pliable the metal uh, bars were. Um, so yeah, so I was, I was a little bit of a, an experimenter. And so I, you know, I wasn't, you know, outdoors was never fun for me to go play. It was more like, oh, let's see what I can destroy. So because you're still an indoorsy type, I guess mm-hmm. your life is still very childlike. Yes. In that way. Yes. No, and I maybe don't want to go outside and play and you're still <clears throat> not going outside and playing. And maybe that's the, maybe that's the other part of this is I do feel like I'm a fairly childlike person person in many ways both good and bad so like there's there is that aspect too where um you know my adulting has always looked a little childlike so Mm -hmm. so yeah uh steven says my wife and i love going to the zoo when we have a chance and we always stop by the wolves and tigers since they are our favorites that's Mm. a really really good one because i stopped going to the zoo a long time ago and the only reason i've gone back is because iris has been curious about it and it is interesting because you're like that is a real lion like you're super chill lion but i bet if you were on the other side of the cage you probably wouldn't be as chill but maybe i'm wrong because you've got your kibble on the inside and i'm your kibble on the outside but do you still remember how to eat people that's my question and these are the things you don't say out loud when there's children standing beside you at the zoo right yeah at the zoo sometimes with those predators you you just get a sense they're eyeballing you right like they're they're walking back and forth sometimes you know near the edge and it's just like and then you see those videos of when they all out attack the windows like you know where they actually jump into the windows after like a small child or something because they you know the instincts are still there yeah they're still there yeah yeah scary scary stuff castro says well i bought a game boy advance sp recently i wanted some old childhood games yep Mm -hmm. yep uh that you lost long ago um my brother once decided to get a game uh gamecube uh uh sega genesis an atari like all these old systems Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he set them up in his room. So in the middle was one TV, and then there was a, a like cube sort of stacked bookshelf kind of a thing that it was all sitting on top of. And each cube was one of the systems. And then he had it figured out to where he just pushed a button and it would switch it all around. It was fantastic. So when we went over, it's like, which one do you want to go with? And we would choose a game system because we played Sega Genesis and we loved that. I think the games, video games, like you were saying, Aaron, for me, that is a very childlike thing that I still really, really enjoy doing, although it is not just childlike, but it does start then. Yeah. And if you uh, like, even if you have a switch and you're like, have that subscription that they do, the Nintendo online subscription or whatever, they've got so many of the old NES, Super Nintendo, N64, Sega, Sega Genesis, like all those games are there, you know, just to go play at any time you want. Um, I was playing Dr. Mario the other day and I was just like, I remember this so much. I would lose hours to Dr. Mario and, you know, in Tetris and those kind Tetris. of games. Yeah. So that gave me so mad. Um, yeah. is there anybody else that you saw down there? My interests haven't changed much since I was 10. I think that's probably pretty normal too, actually. 
now that I'm thinking about it, like there's just a lot of things that I really enjoy doing. I still, I still do. There's a very specific interest that usually changes after 10. Um, but, uh, but yeah, adolescence does bring on certain kind of hormonal changes that change what we're interested in. But yes. I don't understand. You want to explain some more? Well, see, what happens, Danae, uh, is when a young human uh, comes yeah. of age, okay. they say, uh, the pituitary gland starts, remo- uh, you know, um, shooting out different hormones. How do I hormones. get him off the show again? And- <laughs> you asked. You asked. <laughs> um, before we go on to your topic, Aaron, because yeah. again, we're kind of clipping through today. Um, I did want to point out Lucas's very good point earlier when I said not eating things from the body and Lucas points out, but how, what about mom's milk? Um, thankfully Iris, my child did not pick up on that because she probably would have been like, uh, I'm surprised actually, I'm surprised actually that Iris didn't, didn't put that back in your face. It was just like, she may uh, still yet. I'm not sure. (laughs) What about Uh, whenever I was having your milk, mom? What about that? You literally made food for me for several years. What about that? That doesn't explain anything. Well, she just cleverly just eats her boogers. Uh Yeah. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Are you ready to go to your topic, Mr. Sure, Geyser? let's go to the, uh, the A topic. Um, so here's the question today, and I'll tell you where it comes from. Uh, the question is, uh, what seems to be on constant delay in your life? Something that you maybe intend to get started, just never get started, and just seems to be on constant delay. This comes, I was watching the um, the shuttle uh, try to launch this morning, Artemis 1. Uh, we're going back to the moon, Danae. We're going back to the moon. We were never there! <laughs> What's amazing is the literally the last time a human stepped on the moon was 50 years ago, 1972. I think December of 72 was the last time we were actually on the moon. So um, if indeed we actually were, uh, says Danae. But uh, but yeah, so we're, we're going back. And the idea is to do an unmanned uh, ship to the moon and then to test out kind of how it works, those kind of things. And then we're going to start, like, I guess, kind of semi-colonizing the moon, where we're putting people up there to work, to do th- certain things, to create a gateway to Mars, like that kind of stuff. So, um, so yeah, it's like starting. Like, we're kind of starting this next era of space exploration that's really exciting to me. And yet it just keeps getting delayed. And they scrubbed it again this morning. And so now Friday, maybe, maybe in a month. And that just kind of got me thinking of... Like, what are those things where it's like, oh, we're all ready to do this. And then, oh, I guess we're not doing this yet. Um, just kind of those things in our life. Um, so I was curious to hear what you guys kind of had in that category. Uh, I know what mine is right away if you want to look through the comments. But I know what okay. mine is right away. Um, yeah, we can go to the comments first. Uh, Weta says cleaning. Totally think that's uh, that's relatable for most people um, on constant delay. Um, I love this one from Angry uh, or uh, Angry. I almost said Angry Orchard. That's what Ang- I say. <laughs> angry Ostrich. Uh, I want to take sword fighting lessons. How fun would that be? Taking sword fighting lessons. Um, well, what's the you- delay? You got to get a sword. Is, 
So this is the thing, and this is kind of why I talk about it, because once you start to think of these things, it's like on, on constant delay, you kind of have to ask yourself those questions of why is this on delay? Am I part of the, the reason this is on delay? Is there a way to you know, move through whatever these obstacles are and make it so this isn't something that's on delay? Um, and, uh, and yeah, so sword fighting lessons would be uh, really fun. Uh, JCD says, constant delay. I want to write a few books I've never gotten around to trying to figure out what being an adult is. Yeah, totally uh, agree with that. In fact, if I had to pick one, it probably would be a book that's been lingering in my mind for like five years now. And I just, you know, why can't I just take an hour a week or something or two hours a week and just kind of write, you know, and just kind of see if I can kind of, you know, drop into this book idea that I have. And it's just like, I don't want to. I've got TV to catch up on. I've got movies I want to catch up on. And it's like, okay, so you are you are your own obstacle. And when you're ready not to be your own obstacle, maybe you'll do this thing, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting stuff. Uh, Castro says, trying to finish minor repairs on the house while also thinking about ramping up my job search ends up delaying both. Ooh, that's tough when you've got, you know, two things battling and you end up doing neither because you keep thinking of the other one. Um, yeah, that's that's really, really tough. Uh, let's see. There's plenty of others. Danae, what about you? What did you want to talk about? Let's talk about taxes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Let's talk about tax, baby. There's one thing that's been really interesting uh, since 10 years ago, starting to share my own stories with the the whole world on radio. Mm -hmm. Just, mm -hmm. you know, you got to embrace that you're not the only one who struggles. And by sharing your story, it encourages other people to embrace whatever they're going through. And so sure. there's just like this beauty in just being honest about the struggle. But there's also some that you're just like, I'm embarrassed with myself. Mm. And this is definitely, you know, one of them. I just the I can never category. get my tax done on time ever. Never, never, never. I, I've, I don't think I've, I don't so think do I've gotten like, my taxes right done now? on time. Do you have 2021 for... done? No. 20? 2020? Yes. Okay. So it's so... getting better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so... usually, I, I'm the one who always delays. I'm like the October person. I'm the one that's like, Files for the extension. You mean October of the next year? Mm -hmm. uh, no. <laughs> yes. Uh, I file for an extension. I, I turn it in whenever I'm supposed to for the extension. And, and then my poor CPA is always just like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> hi. Hello. So, yeah. yeah. But I think now it's gotten a lot better now that I pay someone because I recognize that if I'm in charge of doing it myself, it will never get done. And that is very bad. Because there are some things that you just simply have to do. Mm -hmm. And taxes is, is not something you have to do. But the consequences are very motivating <laughs> to get them done. So Yeah, until, until we were able to find a, a fairly inexpensive lawn service, I would put off mowing the lawn for until, ever. Until, until the, the city, city shows up. No, have literally gone to court uh over my lawn so yeah, yeah. so yeah. that there, that was one that was that was rough i didn't re guys i didn't we have a fit we had a fenced in backyard i didn't, I didn't think realize that anybody would look into our backyard <laughs> to see if it was mowed i mowed the front <sighs> yeah yeah it's when so when people start to notice <clears throat> that there's a whole forest growing in the in the back that uh, not trees mm -hmm. just <laughs> yeah, the weeds brush. have actually gotten the brush yeah. has gotten so high yeah um but yeah i think that there's like and on all of these conversations, there comes that point when you just make a decision for yourself. I've I don't want to keep doing this anymore. 
am I in the way or is there a professional that can kind of come in and, and assist me? Mm -hmm. Is paying that person worth the additional cost to help me move into that next phase? And, um, I th and sometimes you'll have a friend or a family member or a mentor that will be able to come in and sort of sit with you and, and help you kind of push through and or just be a presence while you push through yourself, depending on kind of what kind of personality you are. And that's awesome. When someone willingly shows up in your life to help and they're, they don't expect anything in return, but just the joy of watching you. But that's supposed to be, quote unquote, supposed to be, right? Like your parent type figure as you're growing up. They sit with you, they help you, they mentor you right. to learn how to make decisions. <clears throat> but then when you get into adult life, you hit that very hard thing of like, I wanna make a breakthrough, but I either lack the skills or the devotion or the determination or the understanding or whatever it is to, to do it. And it be can become sort of debilitating when you hit that delay over and over again, especially when you realize that the delay is not anyone else. It's actually like in your lap. So for me, it's taxes and a lot of other things that I will try to always share with you guys, because I think that it is encouraging to know that we don't all have it together and there's just some things that are super easy for other people to do and it's yeah. a massive struggle for me so taxes for sure i always delay on taxes i don't know what it is but i've gotten I've, I've started to do things that help me the pain later be easier so like i at least am putting all the papers in one spot it used to be that i just had over the year i would collect one big pile of paper and i'm not talking about tax paper specifically all paper, every <laughs> bill that came in, every piece of mail that came in, everything that was mail just went into a big pile. And then at tax season, the pain was opening up the mail that I never opened up through the year. Cause it wasn't just that I opened them and set it aside. I wouldn't even open mail. I just set it aside, set it aside, set it aside. So now I at least open it. And if it says something important, I put it in a file that says <clears throat> taxes. And then we go through that later. Uh, so uh, yes, I am adulting. <laughs> you're getting there am i you're doing it there. well uh, compared to how i used to be yeah i think no, so. i know that man i know that feeling um and also part of it just has to do with life and like when we had small kids when we had four small boys like nothing got done i oh, mean it was gosh. all child rearing like it was it was all putting out whatever the fire was whichever boy had pushed the other boy over whichever wall had a hole in it whichever you know <laughs> yeah. like it was it it was always just putting Do out you, the the regular fire. So we would have we would have a, a sink just full of dishes, just you know, yeah, pot, like two stacks high of you know every dish until we ran out of dishes in the cupboard. And then we're like, I suppose we have to do dishes and find some time to do that. Um, now, like dishes, like run like clockwork. Yeah. Like there are never dirty dishes in our house. Right. And you you also only have one child at the house I anymore. No, that's what I'm saying. It's amazing <laughs> how you know seasons of life mm -hmm. will change things. Um, You're talking about like the all the kids. It's like putting all the fires. Do you remember when we moved into our studio into one of the boys' rooms, and it was just like the booger picking fest? Where yes. what is what is the booger conversation today? Sorry, everybody. <laughs> But we moved into one of the boys' rooms who shall remain nameless. Uh-huh. And I think Jen, your wife, had to take like an actual tool from the tool shed to get the boogers off the wall. <laughs> off the wall. Because they were just this like, is this is stuff. clearly the best argument ever for eating your boogers. 
right? Like oh instead of smearing them on the wall, instead of smearing them on the wall, we're moving on. See, if I hadn't trained my kids not to eat their boogers, that we wouldn't have had to clean off that wall. The algorithm is going to have booger cleaning supplies showing up. You're not wrong about that. <laughs> we have something is going to happen from our advertising. Can't stuff wait. Today. Can't wait I to cannot see wait to tell what it is. What it here's is. here's a good on delay. I think um, Real Monkey says probably for me it's getting a new PC or laptop. This one is still hanging on working. I think that's good keeping something on delay, right? Like that's one of those things where it's like, hey, yeah. if it's working, why would I spend $1,000 on a new machine if it's this one is doing what I need it to do? Um, to me, that's 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 my vehicle right now. My, my minivan that we've been using for a decade now that is still just like limping along it needs like it, it needs a new catalytic converter and we're like nah nah <laughs> let's just see how long it goes and so yeah. yeah so that's constantly on delay just one day it's just gonna die and it's gonna be like okay then i guess i need another vehicle but uh for now delays are hard too because sometimes it ends up being that the delay is good like i remember feeling like there was a big delay when we were house hunting years ago and i was so frustrated and mm -hmm. then the better house is the one that we ended up getting and it was because there was a delay that, that we were able to see this one. So sometimes it's like, ah, oh, that's good. So deciding what is and isn't a positive delay is mm -hmm. another part of it. Because sometimes it's like, because of the delay, this happened. But when it's a consistent one, yeah, you got to kind of wonder what the, what's going on there. It's funny. You and I have similar house stories in exactly opposite ways. Yeah. Uh, yours was a delay allowed you to find the perfect house. And ours was a non-delay, as in you've got 30 days to find to somewhere else to live because your, your landlord family. is going to take your home back, uh, led to us finding the absolute perfect house at the exact right time. So it's wild how that, that can happen sometimes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, let's go on to the U topics for the day. If you're ready, Mr. Dicer, there's a lot of good ones here. Oh, maybe while oh, you're kind of look, maybe while you're kind of looking at those, I'll just speed through some of these because I, yeah, I really yeah. like some of these because eights mentions uh, changing all my passwords and using a password manager. I so relate to this one. Like I keep thinking I need to do something with my passwords. Um, I need to change them from one, two, three, four, A, B, C, D, and you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, um, that's a really, really good one. Uh, learning how to play golf, uh, JCD says, um, Lucas says, it took me 10 years to learn to play the guitar because I kept delaying the practice. Um, so that's a that's an interesting one, but you got there. So that's that's like kind of one of those like slow delays, still kind of working on it, chipping away. That's really cool, um, actually. Uh, reading a stack of books that I've put off. Um, yeah, lots of really good stuff here. Lucas says, I'm just going to call the IRS real quick. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. I mean, I'm technically, there's nothing wrong. They, there's nothing to see here. Uh, everything is going. Oh, man. I'm, I have filed an extension. I am legally within my rights to not have turned my, don't do that. Uh, Chinchilla Zil says, Aaron, you just made angry ostrich gag and I, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> That's. But it's so funny to me that people are grossed out by that. It's so it's funny so, to me. It's, it's not so gross. gross. It doesn't it's gross me so out. Gross. It doesn't gross me out. No, no, it doesn't gross, it gross me, me out either. I mean, I mean, it's like 
Yeah, I, I get, believe me, I get it. And the, the principle of if it comes out of your body, leave it out of your body is a great principle. Like it's a wonderful a, it's a wonderful thing to say. Principle. It's, it's a good uh, to go starting by. point for conversation. Just but if good... somebody is like chewing a cuticle or something, or chewing Don't their nails, it. or you, you, you spit that out. You you can, but I'm just saying it's it's not like I'm more grossed out by chewing your fingernails than I am eating a booger. You're not going to like your fingernails are nasty. Like the stuff that's under your fingernails is nasty. The stuff that's in your nose is pretty clean for the most part, you know, so it is trapped like stuff from the, that you <laughs> it, it, it tech. It's like a pearl. It's like an oyster's oh pearl. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't eat pearls, Aaron. <laughs> Maybe like, you don't. <laughs> That's just like if you were a sea creature, you'd just be down there like nomming on pearls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is so delicious. All right, all right. Let's get to the you questions. Uh, uh, if you've right. got anything you want to let us uh, or ask us about, anything now is goes. the time. Yeah, yep. we've got about twenty minutes here. We'll answer as many as we can get to. I love this from Stephen, who says, "How was your daughter's first week of school?" And Slab asking the very same. Thank you guys for your care of Iris. Um, so just to put it in brief, she had a great first uh, week of school. She started on Monday, and the first day of school for this one that she's going to is a half day. So she went in, she experienced it. She left early. We got to go eat at the park. Aaron was there. I was. I took pictures. Uh huh. And she enjoyed herself a lot. Um, and then went the rest of the week uh, for full days. And then on Friday, we uh, the school had a back to school bash. So for about forty five minutes or so, all of the kids that wanted to linger and the and their parents or guardians or whomever that wanted uh, to linger were able to have some treats that the school had made and see the kids play in the playground and all that stuff. And I was able to talk to both of her teachers and they both said in separate conversations that they were really excited because Iris is a leader and I am not surprised by this at all. So her, uh, she picked up kind of the rules of the classroom and their routines and what they do. So mm -hmm. one thing that they do is they roll out these mats for some of their concentrated focus time. And the new kids coming in, uh, so the school doesn't start everybody on the Monday. They kind of roll them in. So some kids, their first day was Thursday or something like this, and they and they didn't know the routines. So Iris immediately picked up and was like, you've got to go get your mat. And so the teachers were like, we love that she's a leader because we need that kind of helping personality to that, that the kids will follow that leader. So if she's already doing what we want, uh, now it's going to be helping her to learn the language of empathy and say, yeah. Instead of go get your mat, say, we need to get a mat. Can I help you? And so they're going to start to help to hone her craft of being a leader. And as somebody who is a leader and was misunderstood a lot by teachers and students of being bossy, I'm just excited that this school is going to foster that kind of behavior. So she is very happy to go to school. Um, and she's in a really cool environment where they don't stop you from doing things like taking off your shoes during recess and using them as dirt shovels because Iris <laughs> has come home totally covered in dirt from the mm -hmm. playground because she wanted to move dirt from one place to another, didn't have any tools, took off her shoes and used them as shovels for like 20 minutes in the playground. Her shoes are totally dirty. Her Everything on her is dirty. Her white socks are totally brown and she's having the best time and I am loving it too. So thank you for asking. I'm sure there's many, many, many stories to come. She's already had her first injury of falling in the playground. Like, um, but on 
Friday morning, I'll say one more thing. On Friday morning, she woke up and she said she missed Miss Patty and Nana. And those are the two Aww. people that have been caring for her for three years. And she says, I miss them, but I don't want to go back there. I want to go to school. So she, nice. she doesn't even want to come home on the weekends. She's like, no, I want to go to school every day and then come home because she's just having a blast. So, Oh, that's really good yeah. to hear. I know, <laughs> um, like you said, I, I was privileged enough to uh, go to first day pickup with you guys and do the picnic and all that kind of stuff. And I remember when we pulled in, she was out in the, the playground area already and she saw you and she just popped over the fence in the very first very first thing she said was mom i'm having a great time and she did i was like that's that's really great to hear and then Unprompted, she asked yeah. have you been here all day <laughs> <laughs> yes she has wanted me to come and just hang out in the parking lot um i think probably just that anchor of knowing that i'm here somewhere for her but she's really great uh and i'm really proud of her she's in a very independent school they're very independent focused like she doesn't get walked to her classroom. She walks herself to the classroom, even though she's brand new. So they just trust that the kids are going to find their way. And that's just going to continue to foster her very confident in her direction. So my job as mom is going to be interesting. I'm going to have to help her to understand boundaries a little bit differently because she's going to just hit all yeah. of them. Um, it's going to be fun and scary. You guys want to talk about it for the next 10 years? Let's do it. Yeah, nobody asked me, but uh, my son's first day at school was uh, really great. Uh, about 6.45 in the morning, I heard his pickup truck uh, start up, and that's all I know about his first day at school. <laughs> 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 Welcome to how parenting year, right? changes. Yeah, it's his senior year. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's my, my, my youngest child's senior year. All of my children will be through high school by the end of this year. Fingers crossed. We'll be through high school by the uh, end of this year. So, so yeah, there you go. Uh, this one's from JCD. Fantasy sports, yay or nay? I'm a nay. I am a nay currently. Well, I'm a nay for myself. I don't know that I'm a nay for other people. Like, I know that other people enjoy it, and that's important. So, it's not, I'm not naying for everyone, just personally. It's a fun little competition if you care about the stuff involved. I uh, was in a fantasy baseball league for a couple years with a friend who loved baseball. I knew nothing really about baseball. I mean, other than I root for the Tigers and I knew their team kind of or whatever, but I'm not like into it, into it. And I think you kind of have to be into it, into it to really enjoy the competition. And so I eventually didn't do that. However, after I got out of that, I started a fantasy survivor league back in the early days of survivor and had about 50 people playing fantasy survivor online. That's uh, I like built a website and everything for it and ran the league. Um, when it's something you care about, that's, it's really yeah. fun. Like, you know, we would get points for picking the, you know, the, uh, person voted out, uh, the per, you know, who would win immunity. Like, you know, there'd be different things you would pick each week. And at the beginning of the season, you picked a winner pick and you would get, uh, more points the longer you had that winner pick. Um, so anyways, it was it was fun. Um, but yeah, so I get it. I totally understand it. I'm just not involved enough in sports to really enjoy yeah. sports fantasy. Yes. Uh, Steven asks, have you ever been to New Mexico Balloon Fiesta? That's a very mm. specific thing. And my answer is no. No, but immediately I, I'm first, curious. Yeah, it's the first time hearing of it. Um Mexico balloon. Is this something we should make like a like plan a trip for? Like is this like Oh, it's like a hot air balloon festival. Well, that's what I assumed. So that's what I assumed like, too, but you never know because there's all kinds of balloons, you know? Like it could true. just be like a it could all just the be clowns a celebration just get together. Of terrible mortgage rates. Just those those <laughs> 
<laughs> I was thinking balloon animals, but that works oh. too. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. No, but that sounds awesome. So it, it's October 1st to October 9th this year. So it's coming up in Albuquerque. Uh, and I'm just seeing some photos, um, a quick Google search. Now, please keep in mind, once again, you will now get advertisements for all the things that you need to know about this particular festival, including flights, hotel stay, rental cars. So you're welcome everyone for looking this up. Uh, you're now going to be, have you ever been up in a hot air balloon? No, me either. Don't that wanna. freaks me out. Like scares I, the crap out of me. <laughs> I am I am not a heights person. Um, I literally watched a movie called Fall recently that is all about like high places, like the entire movie, and I it, I almost walked out. Like I almost yeah. walked out. I was so no. freaked out. No, um, no, no, yeah. no, not no. a fan. No, I don't really have an interest in being that close to to just like a little oopsie doodle, you know, like <laughs> oopsie deathle. <laughs> like a, like a wind comes along. Uh -huh. The bass gets rattled and I'm uh -huh. free falling to my death. Yeah. Or my survival, but brokenness forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but I would love to watch it. I think that'd be beautiful. There's actually a local here. There is a hot air balloon festival that happens. And um, I think it's like, you know, maybe 10 or 15. Um, and a weird note, we have a cave mm -hmm. in Branson called the Marvel Cave. And it is uh, one of the biggest attractions that's helped to kind of start a theme park called Silver Dollar City. And that city is themed around the 1800s, where when you go there, it's sort of showing you how things were done in the 1800s. So you're going to see like blacksmiths and there's a guy right now who's building a log cabin. So every time you go, you're seeing him do the wood plank and it's just slowly building his log cabin. Really interesting stuff. And they have a cave there. The uh, It's the largest uh cave entrance i think i don't know what you call it, but the the big room the cathedral room is the tallest freestanding room where it's an arch that's keeping the the roof on so it's really fascinating if you like caves but they've actually been able to inflate multiple hot air balloons inside of this cave so they actually brought things down in assembled it all and I can't remember how many balloons, Aaron. Do you remember how many balloons I, they all said? All I remember is it's it's like the you know the world record for or the only hot air balloon uh, flight underground, you know, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I wonder if I could do uh, three. I think there's three hot. Oh, five, five hot well, air Jose, balloons. Jose the third gave tours there from our chat. Like he's he should be the expert. So Jose should should be able you to let did? us know. Yeah. Incredible. Largest natural cave entrance in the United States. Five. Five hot air balloons. Yep. So if you think about <clears throat> it's just it's fascinating stuff. If you've ever if you're ever going to come into this, the southwest Missouri area, the theme park is really, really great. But that cave is something that I've walked through countless times since I grew up in this area. So mm -hmm. that's so cool. But anyhow, uh, I would love to go to that festival because I think hot air balloons are beautiful, especially like at night with all of the when they're like kind of lit up by the fire. So pretty. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah, totally. Right. Your pick on the next question. All right. Uh, let's see. Angry Ostrich says, you question any advice for morning sickness? It's hitting me so hard the last week, and it's miserable. Yeah, and also, can we please stop talking about snot <laughs> well, on you your you brought behalf. it back up. So speak, speaking of snot, you brought it back up. So I was a lucky, uh, lucky in my pregnancy. I didn't experience morning sickness, so I didn't have to look into this myself, but I've had mo many friends who did. And if I remember kind of what they went through, essentially it, it's everybody's a little bit different, 
but smells and uh, flavor are really off putting. So the idea was while you're in that phase of morning sickness, however long it lasts, to try to eat very plain foods, but that still get the nutrients that you need. So um, I know one of my friends tried ginger root because that didn't make them sick and that kind of helped to calm their stomach. Uh, but like the dizziness and all of that stuff is something that there's deep breathing exercises and then trying to, in the midst of it all, remind yourself that it's temporary was something that another friend talked about, just like the mental. So they would listen to a podcast, like a calming podcast and try to focus on something else just to kind of get through just how it affected them. But uh, plain foods. So um, if you, you've probably done research already um, or talk to your doctor about it, but uh, like one of my, one, the same one that did like the guided meditation stuff when she was really, really dizzy. She liked those rice cakes, the plain rice cakes that uh, there's different flavors, like there's caramel and stuff like that that you can get. But she just liked the plain rice cakes. And then she also could do um, some kinds of jelly that was kind of more of a just purely natural jelly. So she would just do both of that just to kind of get her through. Uh, and then she also did really plain broths for a while just to make sure she was getting some. Jelly or jello? Oh, she had. She did a jelly, okay. but it was a. It was because um, I've heard a lot of like Jello is a is yeah. a good one too. Um, mm -hmm. uh, my wife did not deal with a ton of morning sickness. Um, it's awful. I'm and sorry, and I'm so sorry, uh, angry uh, ostrich, that you're going through this. But um, she would use if she was feeling upset to her stomach, uh, ginger ale. Um, yep, a ginger. Some form of cracker, like you mentioned, the the rice cakes, which is uh, yeah. Another, she uh, liked the one. rice cakes, and then uh, another. Just uh, my cousin, I think. I think I remember it was her. She uh, also was sensitive to um, temperatures of foods, so she didn't like warm for whatever reason. She just couldn't do warm, so she actually froze little uh, broth, like a different broth that she made, like a bone broth into ice cube trays and she would just suck on them and that kind of helped her so but unfortunately for i think from what i remember it's everyone's so different so mm -hmm. in the midst of being in a miserable state you're experimenting to get through the miserable state and so hopefully there's people around you who can try to like bring you some things to try so that you can just be still and try to ride out the nausea yeah and, um, and uh, uh focused breathing is always a good thing too. Good. Breathing is a it's it's amazing oh. how many things breathing can help with. Yeah. Um so. it, which is I think why she listened to like meditative stuff because mm -hmm. there's like breathing ones where you can just like you're breathing in and you're breathing out and you're listening to uh like calming sounds, but then again the sounds might make you feel strange things because your body yeah. is just going through stuff. And try to get sleep. If you can sleep and take a nap, sometimes it's your body is just I mean, you're all system resources are diverted into growing a person. So your body is reacting to all those, you know, system diversions. So if you can rest, it's such a great thing. You know, drink, drink a lot of water and, and get some rest and keep trying things that might work for you. Especially like I loved cliff bars um, and Luna bars, especially after I had Iris, when I got very, 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 very hungry. I've never been as hungry as I was after I had Iris. I've never experienced where I was like, I'm starving, give me food now. Like calories just, <sighs> I started eating everything. 
Um, and those became my best friend. I would wake up in the night starving. I'd reach over, grab a Luna bar and just like gobble it down. Um, so sometimes those are good too, because they'll have some like nutrient rich, but mm-hmm. the flavors could throw you off. So Never know. plain, 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 I think is the answer for now. Lucas says, you question, what was your first experience with YouTube? Do you remember Ooh. the first video oh my gosh. you watched? Do you remember your first YouTube video? No, it had to be a silly video though, right? It just oh, had to be something somebody sent in an email probably. Um, <clears throat> That's a great question. What a weird thing to try to find in my memory bank. Um, I'm going to guess it was something to do with an adorable animal video is my yeah. guess. This... I wish there was a way to go back in time and see like your but first video. But there isn't because video. when YouTube started, it wasn't, it wasn't like something where they were like had accounts or anything like that. Google didn't own it. Like it was just, yeah. you know, it was just upload your, upload your videos and, uh, it was just yeah, a way to upload remember. your videos. Yeah. It's such a strange thing to try to think of it, but I'm sure it was something to do with like a silly cat video or something <laughs> um, or something adorable. I'm. It's also interesting to try to remember what I used to watch on YouTube that I don't any longer. Um, I recently started to revisit, I talked about this on another podcast, so apologies if this is repetitive, but I just recently rediscovered uh, one of um, the, the channels that he makes like all natural aquariums. I'm saying all natural, although I don't know that that's how this person would actually uh, market their channel. Mm-hmm. But he, they, he, she, I'm not sure. I think it's a, I think it's a male, but I'm not sure, is highly particular. So fills the tank with lava rock, bores out a big chunk of a hole in the lava rock to make like a natural water spigot come out of the top, adds in um, the like plant life that will help to sustain the ecosystem of the aquarium. A whole bunch of algae grows, introduces the shrimp to eat the algae, and then introduces the next, you know, like how he does it all. And But when he takes like the algae out, is it like when it goes too far and it's kind of like gonna tip the aquarium over into like the wrong pH or whatever, he removes all of the bits of algae with tweezers. So you're watching this very meticulous person with high resolution camera and beautiful, clean, like you're just seeing everything so close up. I've never seen a shrimp so close up. Um, and it's just calm and quiet and peaceful. And Iris and I watched like a 30 minute video together, just like obsessed with watching this person uh, do their craft, so. This is what YouTube looked like in 2005. Do you remember this? Oh my gosh. Isn't that wild? It is wild. A uh, YouTube listener, if you ever have an opportunity to go back in time and see websites as they used to be, highly recommend it. I mean, web pages just were not very pretty <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> it is interesting to see it. So did you go to like, um, what site did you use? I just did a search for what, you know, what did YouTube look like in 2005? I did an image search on Google, but you could use the Wayback Machine and see the what you could- Wayback Machine, that's what it's called, yeah, yeah, See yeah. what you could find. That that thing is really interesting. It's wild to think that there's a repository of what the internet looked like at different times. Um, yeah, it's interesting stuff. I'm seeing if I can find something. The first one was Felix Kielberg, who has most subscribers on YouTube. He became PewDiePie. He was one of the first ones. But yeah. I didn't watch any of his. 
and this is not helpful. This is like showing the top 10 now. Mm -hmm. So that's not going to be helpful. That's a really fun question, though. I'd like to go down. I'd, that's like one where I would share my screen and just start searching for like the first videos that were really popular and see if one of them sparked the my memory. The very first video I ever uploaded to YouTube <clears throat> was a review of the Creative Vado HD, which was this little camera that was like, you know, a little handheld a vertical orientation camera that recorded HD video, but it was really, really simple. And I did just did a quick review in uh, my kitchen at the time, uploaded that, um, and it now has a hundred thousand views on it. Like it's like it is by far the most viewed video on my channel. It was the very first one uh, that I uploaded. So the lesson is um, that I didn't do a good job of expanding my technology review <laughs> channel uh, when I had the chance. It's fine. We didn't know. <laughs> we didn't know. Um, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us today and for all of the Mondays that you have spent time with us here mm -hmm. uh, on our podcast. For the podcast listeners at home, uh, we adore you. Thank you again for subscribing for all of these years to our Shoot the Dough podcast. If you guys want to connect with us beyond today's show, you can do so on Twitter. You can do so here on Twitch or wherever you watch our stream. I know people are watching on Facebook and YouTube and all of that. Um, just keep watching where you enjoy watching and we'll keep uh, going, getting together every Monday and Sunday. Next Monday, I might be a little late to the show. We'll see. I have to take Iris to school that morning, but I should be able to come back and stream as normal. So we'll see you next Monday. Anything else, Aaron? Do you need to raid? You need uh, to we're raid? not raiding today. I'm just going to run out the door. All right. Today, go find your peace. Go find your people. Go enjoy Twitch if you're on Twitch and enjoy your day, guys. All right. See you on the next Monday or Sunday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com.